Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate and overwhelming stupidity. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. Always appreciate you tuning in. Hit me up on Twitter at Full Count Chaos. Send me an email, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. I warned you folks to clean your shit up because we have company stopping by. Bob Phelan from the very entertaining podcast called The Verge, an MILB Orioles podcast. They focus all on the Orioles minor leagues and do a fantastic job keeping everyone up to speed on what's happening down in Aberdeen, Delmarva, Bowie, Norfolk, all the good shit. You know, I decided this week, since it's been such an absolute shit show, watching the Orioles, and I'm all out of Prozac, I'm all out of energy venting to you on how bad the Orioles are. You don't need anyone reminding you how bad this has been. I decided to have Bob on the show to help bring light to this darkness and chat about the future giving us a heads up on some players we'll hopefully see soon to put smiles back on our goddamn faces. So he's calling in in just a moment here. And I want to thank you all for all the birthday wishes last week. I got to get away. It was a good time. Four-day weekend in Deep Creek, Maryland. If you live in Maryland and you haven't been to Deep Creek, I suggest you do it. It's just peaceful. It's a good time. You get away from everything. Get a nice cabin in the woods or maybe on the lake. But I had a really good time. That's why I uploaded the episode on Thursday, knowing I was going to be away all that weekend. Uh, Played some golf. And the golf course was an absolute shithole, but I still had a good time. It's all about bonding, having my buddy and I. It was just the two of us. I was also reminded not to judge a book by its cover. I don't know if people use that saying anymore. (laughs) I think now it's just, hey, don't be a dick and judge people. But anyway, we're getting ready to tee off. If you play golf, sometimes if it's just two of you, you might play with another person or two more people. You don't know because sometimes, you know, the the course wants things moving along. And if it's four of you, it'll go faster. So it's just two of us. It's not that busy. And shit, this woman comes up riding behind us. She's by herself on a cart. Man, she late 60s. I don't know. Man, she could have been. If she told me she was 75, I would have believed it. You know, the frame of a small, weak child. She had a mean-looking mullet. You know, one thing about it out in Deep Creek, a lot of mullets, a lot of tank tops, a lot of Budweiser being drinking. I'm like, you know, shit. This woman's going to slow us up. We just want to play a quick 18. She comes riding up. Oh, it's just two of you. I almost said, no, it's actually four of us, but they're going to meet us at hole three and take off. But that would have been a dick move. Anyway, she tees up. Boom. It's at about 300 yards. You know, the whole day she had to wait for us (laughs) to finally hit our ball up to her. So that was was a rude awakening. And find out she's been a member at that golf course since like 1960. So good for her. But I got to play a weekend of golf. Then we come back that Monday. My wife and I went to the Houston Astros game. The first game, we actually left in the sixth inning because it wouldn't stop raining. And every time I go to a game, and if it's, we're playing a team that I haven't seen in a long time, I always leave there and I say, I think those are the worst fans. I think they are the biggest assholes. And I feel like I go through that every time. It's the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Blues, whoever it is. I'm always like, no, I think those fans are the biggest dicks. But I got to tell you, I think right now the Astro fans lead number one. I think it's because, of course, what the Astros did, they're cheating, and the fans want to act like that never happened. 
They're acting like we're the crazy ones for bringing it up. And I shouldn't have been sitting there going, how dare them root for their favorite team? But they were just annoying. I left the, the uh, you know, the Orioles got their asses kicked. I'm driving home like, boy, what a bunch of assholes. And <laughs> just, you know, I was in a bad mood. So anyway, that was my weekend. Hopefully you had a good weekend. Hopefully you're having a good week whenever it is that you're tuning in right now. Now, before I bring Bob on, I do want to remind you folks, it's going to take about 15 seconds. Spotify Green Room app. It's free. Live audio only sports talk platform. Start or join ongoing conversations. Watch games together. React to the biggest news, rumors, and games. Talk with other sport fans, insiders, athletes, and executives in real time. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app. Again, it's free. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join. That's it. Spotify Green Room app. Get on it. All right, let's bring Bob on. You can check him out on the podcast, The Verge. Follow them on Twitter at BSL on The Verge. And you can also follow Bob Phelan at The Oriole Report on Twitter. Of course, we chat about the Orioles' future stars coming up. We also talk about conspiracy theories. Why not? And we also learn a lot about Bob with the random question segment. So let's bring him on. Here we go. I'm going to start with this question, Bob. Yep. Could Bay Sox take two or three against the Orioles right now? <laughs> It is a good question. Yeah, um, right. I would I would say they would take one out of three. I mean, they are still just a double-A team, and as exciting and as talented <laughs> as, as some of these guys are, I mean, you're still a couple levels away, and I think the experience factor alone would they – could, they could take one, though. They could steal one. Have you been to any minor league games this season? Yeah, I um, – actually, with the podcast, this year we got press passes uh, to the Aberdeen Ironbirds, so I used that one nice. so far. And then for Father's Day this past Sunday, we went to the Bowie Bay Sox game and watched Grayson Rodriguez pitch. Was that with the uh, gas cans? <laughs> I think that was earlier in the week. I didn't see as many on Sunday, but it was still pretty cool to see him blow in 100 miles an hour past some people. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw a photo of where he hit 103. I'm assuming that's uh, juicing the gun, as they say a little bit. I don't, I don't know if he's actually throwing <laughs> a, 103 miles per hour. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I, I saw the reports of that. I, I think that gun was a little bit high. Maybe one or one at the most. But, uh, right, yeah, I, I know. Exciting it, nonetheless. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, even 101, whether 103, 101, it doesn't matter. Anything over 100, you're just like, damn, that, uh, that's, oh. that's fun stuff. And even sites like BaltimoreBaseball.com have been writing everything about Bowie and Adley Rushman, who, God, Adley Rushman, it depends on who you speak to. He, he's apparently going to hit 395, 75 home runs, 126 <laughs> RBIs when he arrives. But um, I wanted to ask you, so most fans are also screaming for him to come up due to the fact we have to watch Severino play baseball almost every day. It's brutal. Are there any catchers down below that we can look forward to coming up to help Adley that you're aware of or or anyone to other than Severino at this point? Yeah. Actually, yeah, we actually are pretty deep when it comes to catching prospects. We have a minor league signing, Nick Chufo, who just came back from a broken hand. He's known, he's got a quality glove, which we could use, you know, yeah. for a backup catcher. He can <laughs> throw runners out. He can frame pitches. He can do all that good stuff. Not going to give you much with the bat, but then we also have Brett Cumberland, who is more of the offensive minded catching prospect. Who's going to, he's going to get on base and hit. He's got some power. He'll hit some home runs, but really, yeah, we're waiting for Adley 
And we have a couple guys under him, like Maverick Hanley, who are great defensively. It's just a matter of if they're going to be able to hit enough. But if you've got Adley going out there every day or most days a catcher, then all you really need as a backup is someone that can right. throw runners out and, you know, be right. there for the pitcher. Why haven't we seen Brent Cumberland? Because I know he's been a name down there for a while. He's in Norfolk now, isn't he? Yeah, he's in AAA. He, he's yeah. been playing there all year. He's I'm. I would bring him up if I was in control of the team right now. I think right. he can't be any worse with the glove than Severino <laughs> and God forbid Cisco. I mean, those two were just ridiculous out there every day. But oh, it was brutal. With, and it's a shame with Cisco because again, he was one of the names. Yeah, know? he was one of our top guys. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's disappointing. So all right. So that's good news, you know, with the catcher. Because right now, again, you know, watching Severino and it, oh my God. I at one watch. point I was watching the game and Jim Palmer literally said I think the guy needs glasses. You know, you can tell Palmer's just getting just <laughs> he's getting, getting pissed off. He's getting exhausted watching the Orioles. Yeah. And, and speaking of Adley, I wanted to ask you: Are are you cool with how the Orioles are taking their time with him going by the book, or do you feel like, look, if the player is ready, stop messing around, bring him up? In one sense, yeah, I am completely get it. Like he's clearly the most talented catcher in our organization, any level, major leagues, AAA, Double A, right. all that. So yeah, obviously you want the best to be able to play, but I blame that more so on the you know the the union and the the cba that they negotiated the last time out i mean it's it would be kind of silly for elias and the orioles to bring him up now in a season where we're going to lose 100 games and he loses a year of eligibility and he's a free agent a year sooner gets more expensive so it makes business sense as much as it sucks and i wish it wasn't this way and hopefully they can fix it the next time out going into next season but yeah unfortunately i think the smart move is to wait until next season. Yeah. I would like to see him promoted to Triple A here soon, just because clearly he's better than most right. at Double A. So push right. him a little bit. But I guess they want to get him, you know, catching Grayson and DL Hall before he got hurt a little more before they move him up. All right, we were just talking about Grayson Rodriguez a minute ago. Number one top prospect now in all of baseball right now. Five and zero, one eighty eight ERA, point seven nine WHIP. <laughs> you know, again, I'm sure you've mentioned this guy a decent amount of times on your podcast. <laughs> right now, is he again? <laughs> right now, it, he's ready, right? I mean, he's ready to go. Oof. He probably could hold his own at the major leagues right now, but right. he is only just, I think he has recently turned 20 years old. He'll be 20 years old all season, if I'm not mistaken. He started the year in high A, mm-hmm. recently promoted to double A, and honestly, it seems like the only hits he give up, he gives up are when they hit it out of the park on him, and one of those home runs that he gave up on Sunday while I was at the game was a complete little league uh, should not even have been a hit. It was the center fielder got a terrible jump on the ball, then it hit off his glove. The guy ran all the way around. But he could hold his own at the major leagues. But I, there's no problem with him just letting him finish the year at double A yeah. and then start him at triple A next season. And we'll see him by June of next year, I'm sure. And I hate to bring up this question. I almost didn't ask it because it's like there's already enough negative bullshit with the Orioles uh, lately. But Grayson Robert, is there any concerns about the guy? Like, uh, he, you know, he, his slider's off. He's a terrible change-up. He walks too many guys. Anything that you can think of. And, again, this is probably – this is kind of a dumb question, but, you know, you just hear about the Superman, Grayson Rodriguez. Yeah, no. And for someone it, who follows minor league baseball like you guys do, I'm just curious, you know. if No, it's, it's not a dumb question. There's no perfect pitching prospect. You know, he could right. still refine his command. His control's pretty good. He doesn't walk that many guys, especially considering how many he strikes out. All his pitches are major league quality right now. Mm, All mm, he has mm. to do is just 
refine that command so that he's not leaving pitches over the middle of the plate. He's not missing wildly. He doesn't waste any pitches, you know, small things like that that he'll learn over time as he's in the major leagues and, and just working every day with the major league pitching staff. All right. Right on. Well, yeah, I I can't wait to see him. And again, like Adley Grayson, their first game coming up, I'm sure it'll be a sellout. (laughs) Camden Yards, at least close to, because it's like how bad it's been lately. You know, (laughs) you get that kind of attention in Camden Yards. It's like, thank God. Uh, it seems like we've been talking about Diaz for years. Obviously, part of the Manny trade. Um, he's doing okay with the bat this year. It seems, I mean, okay. But us Oriole fans would love to see three legit outfielders instead of two every night. DJ Stewart's definitely not the answer out there. My God. Uh, <laughs> even Ryan Mountcastle. But, uh, you know, are you excited to see Diaz? And, and do you think he'll make a big impact when he gets up here? My excitement has waned a little bit just because he cannot stay healthy. Like, yeah. that is his problem. He's kind of like another Austin Hayes. Where yeah, right. When he's playing, he's exciting, and he can do some good things. I don't think he's ever going to be like a 40 home run guy or 300 hitter, but he's a solid player. I mean, I saw him at Bowie this Sunday when he was finishing up his rehab with them to get back to AAA, and he hit a ball that was, it must have been over 105 miles an hour. It just sounded <laughs> different, sounded different yeah. off his bat, you yeah. know, and and it's just a matter of him staying healthy. He's it's always seems like he's got lower leg injuries, hamstrings, all that. So yeah, stay healthy. Let's get him up here. And maybe between him, Hayes and Santander, we can at least get two or three healthy at one time. Yeah. And that, I know it's uh, again, Hayes was a big name and, and he just can't get the injury bug away. Santander. Definitely. Definitely not at a hundred percent. I'm surprised. No. Hayes is. I mean, Hayes, uh, Hyde's still putting him out there. Santander, he's hobbled out there. Yeah. But God dang Stewart. Woo. He's uh, and that was another name, another name back in the day that we were, you know, apparently excited yeah. to see. Hey, folks, sorry to cut in. Promise I'll get right back to Bob Phelan. Great call so far. It's going to take about 30 seconds. If you haven't taken advantage of this yet, do it. You need to visit KansasCitySteaks.com because you can get 15% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. S is in steaks. D is in damn good. Enjoy their butter, tender filet mignon, hearty Kansas City strip steaks, and savory ribeyes. It's been a hard year, so enjoy being together again by bringing the steakhouse to your house with KansasCitySteaks.com. Again, KansasCitySteaks.com, 15% off your order, and free shipping with code SD at checkout. That's KansasCitySteaks.com. Dean Kramer, making you a little nervous? Yeah, he is. He is. Um, I think the raw stuff is pretty much good. I think he's kind of a mental case at the moment. I think, Mm. honestly, I think they might have to send him down to AAA just for at least another month or two. Let him get his head screwed on straight. Get some confidence back. Five walks today I saw before getting even out of the first inning. Five walks, yeah, Grand Slam. It's not good. I mean... No I sticky, still, no sticky stuff, and then you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, that's not a good is, look but, either. You know what I mean? But I don't yeah, know. I do wonder about that. He but. was damn good down on the. I mean, he was like a strikeout king, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I yeah. think he. Yeah, he struck out a ton of guys. Right. I still have faith that he could do something. It might have to be out of the bullpen long term, but yeah, it's not good. This just, year is not yeah, a good year for him. It's just one after the other, just making us nervous. Now, are there any players quietly uh, doing really well? down there the Orioles fans might want to keep an eye on that you know their names haven't been exactly in the spotlight because Grayson and Adley are taking that over but off the top of your head any other players that we might want to keep an eye on 
Yeah, I got a couple for you. I got uh, one pitcher, one hitter. So All right. the pitcher is Kyle Bradish. He was acquired in the Dylan Bundy trade a couple of years ago that we are just now seeing the fruits of getting them, those guys up and playing in the minor leagues. He started the year in double-A Bowie, pitched three games, didn't go up a run, struck out like 50% of the batters he faced, mm. moved moved up to triple-A. He had a bunch of good starts, and then he just facing Wander Franco and their triple-A team for the third time in four games. He gave up. He had a bad game, but okay. overall, he's quickly coming on the scene. I think he'll. we'll see him in Baltimore before the year is up. Nice. I'm excited about that. Okay. He. Throws in like the mid nineties, got a wicked curveball. He's got a nice over the top delivery. He's fun to watch. So that'll be exciting when that happens. All right. And then on the hitting side, Joey Ortiz, he was a shortstop drafted in the 2019 draft. Same as Adley and all them. He started his Orioles career in 2019 with Aberdeen and just did not hit a lick. But Matt blood had been talking about all off season coming up into this year about how he's, you know, built himself up. He's hitting the ball really good. And us guys on, on the verge, we were kind of like, okay, let's see what happens here. And I saw him with the Iron Birds before he got promoted to Bowie, and he's noticeably bigger. He's got over 800 OPS for both Aberdeen before he moved up <laughs> and with Bowie now. Okay. He's got a, a little oblique injury, but he can play a major league shortstop defensively, and the bat nice. is coming along. So that's hey. definitely a good player to have. And what was his name again? Joey Ortiz. Nice. All right. I like it. What What about Kevin Smith? Does anyone talk about him at all? Yeah, you know, that's another guy that he started. Bowie rotation is just unbelievable. Yeah, it is year. pretty They've fun. Like, yeah, keeping an eye yeah. on that rotation. He got promoted yeah. to Norfolk earlier this week. He did. He? Yeah. Yes, he did. And I think he might have been pitching tonight. I know he was scheduled. Uh, they got rained out, I think, another game. Not really sure since I'm on vacation. I haven't been paying as close <laughs> attention this week. But, uh, right. So I yeah, know I, dom- you got to send me a bill for making you work during vacation. <laughs> no worries. He dominated Bowie, and I think he had a pretty solid start his first time out. But, yeah, he's a lefty. He's up there with the Zach Lothers and Alexander Wells of the world where wow. he doesn't throw the hardest, but he's a pitcher, and, and he's going to get a shot. Whether yeah. it's this year or next, he's going to get a shot. Good. Yeah, I saw 178, 119 whip. You know, yeah, all right. Now he's doing all right. Are you worried about D.O. Hall's injury? surprisingly i'm not um he dealt with something a little similar at the end of 2019 i think he missed the last week or two of the season was shut down early for a similar type thing but he worked through that um i'm guessing it's kind of just like why push it he's not going to make the majors this year yeah why take any chances at all i heard he just had a little bit more soreness than his usual after a start yeah sounds like it might be like the john mean shoulder thing with the orioles how they're just letting him rest a little bit similar but it hits his elbow which is Definitely concerning, but the good news is even if he, worst case scenario, does eventually need Tommy John, that is definitely an injury that pitchers can come back from. You just yeah. have to miss a year, which sucks. Right, but right. honestly, not too, too worried about it. I mean, any time a young stud throws that hard, I mean, it, it always yeah. worries me seeing elbow soreness in the minor. I just you know. I just assume every pitcher is going to get hurt. That's true. need Tommy John surgery at some point or another. So. It's all, right. It's all, I've heard some players say they almost decided just to get Tommy John before they even get up to the majors. Just get it out of the way, right. you know, and then they can move yeah. on. 313 ERA, 2-0, one whip. You know, hey, he's uh, he's doing his thing. But I have heard he can sometimes have problem with walks. I mean, is he getting better as he's moving up with that? It, it is a little bit better this year. Um, right. It's still, you know, not above average it's still below average but it's it's definitely better than he was and apparently that's something he's really focusing on so hopefully he can continue to get better but he's been lights out with the strikeouts and good his era is a little bit inflated because he 
his last start before he went on the injured list. He struck yeah. a guy out to end the inning, and the guy reached first base, and then he was taken out of the game. Of and then home run, <laughs> all those earned runs go right. to him. So of course, there you go. Yep, that's that's uh, sounds about right. All right, we're moving right down the list here. Uh, Jemai Jones, you know that that's a name that everyone's been talking about since returning from an oblique injury earlier this month. Uh, I think what do I have here? He's batting three eighty five. Uh, uh, 1.79 OPS. I think he had at least one hit in every game he played except Sunday. Um, Jones was and he 10- walked three times. In that yeah, game. <laughs> right. Yes, I actually you just took the words out of my mouth. And that uh, Jones was ten for twenty five with a home run this past week. He should be jumping up here soon, right? He should. I assumed he would be in the major leagues by now. I mean, I thought they were just going to. Right. Let him get healthy off the injured list and then not wait too long because who's, who's blocking him? Uh, Pat Valleca and Stevie Wilkerson, I don't <laughs> think so. So, yeah, he needs to be up as soon as possible. Hopefully hopefully next week at the latest. Stevie I mean, Wilkerson What is, is he waiting for? Yeah, I, I know. I, I, I don't – Stevie Wilkerson, speaking to him real quick, is the strangest player I've ever seen him. He's probably – what, he had one of the greatest catches in Boston over the wall a few years ago. So he had one of the greatest plays at second the other night. Um, I think we're playing Houston or who were we playing? I don't know if you saw that. Um, yeah, I did see that. I think, yeah, it was Houston. I think. It was one of the greatest plays. Then he comes in and pitches for the Orioles and, you know, he gets a one, two, three inning, but he's, he's just not a good player. Like he's the weirdest guy. It's like, he does all these highlighted plays, but then we're reminded, oh yeah, that's right. You stink at this game. You just had you know, <laughs> yeah. a broken watch is even right twice a day. And that's what's happening right now. So. Yeah, he's a fun personality. You know, he makes some plays. He can hit a home run or two, but he's just a 4A player, unfortunately. Ugh. I wish he was better to, you know, yeah. he'd be a fun player if he was good, but unfortunately he's not very good, is he? Did you ever think when you were following uh, minor league Orioles over the years that Cedric Mullins would be where he's at right now, batting 311, 918 OPS, 13 home runs, <laughs> 26 RBIs? I mean, a couple of years ago, I thought he was done. Yeah, what a story. I mean... He was a uh, under the radar prospect when he was coming up. Yeah. You know, I thought maybe he could be a fourth outfielder, you know, speedy guy, but mm-hmm. yeah, then he tanked and it, he was all the way down to Bowie. He couldn't even stick in Norfolk. And then look at him now. He's uh, it's gonna a, be an it, all-star. It, it's an unbelievable story. I mean, yeah, just love to show you don't give don't give up at all. But yeah, I thought when he went down to Bowie, I was like, well, that's it. Cause I, I was the one talking, talking him up being like, Oh, he's going to be such a fun player to watch. And then, at one point, I looked like an idiot, but now I look like a <laughs> genius. Um, is there anyone down in the minors right now that you feel might be a good closer for the Orioles in the near future? Any names? Not in Shelby Perkins is a name hey, that gets I mean, tossed around every now and then that somebody brought to my attention the other day. Yeah, he's working it in Aberdeen. He's he's really good at their bullpen. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be one of these pitchers. The uh, We have a bunch of starting pitchers, and not all, all of them are going to make it. Mm-hmm. In the rotation, so maybe someone like Michael Ballman, yeah, he can throw up close to 100 miles an hour. Maybe he transitions to the back end of a bullpen or someone okay. like that, you know. Because I, I mean, the Orioles right now do not have a closer. They don't. Uh, the dead yeah, fish. I, I thought, mean, that was that was interesting. Thought, yeah, that was it was fun while it lasted. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a guy we lost in the Rule Five draft, Zach Pop, was who I predicted would be the closer by the end of the season, but unfortunately he's pitching for a different team right now. Yeah, I, I know. A lot of people were disappointed in that, but well, and yeah, I mean that, you know, catcher, closer, pitcher, field. Oh my God, I'm going down the list right now. <laughs> Everything the Orioles need. Uh, the Orioles promoted uh, number five prospect Gunnar Henderson to high A Aberdeen last week. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, I'm sure a lot of people should be excited about, right? 
Oh my God. He's a stud. Yeah. He's super young and he's just got incredible bat speed. He's got great power to all fields. He's, you know, it's a work in progress to see if he can stick at shortstop defensively, but no matter where he ends up, yeah. he's going to hit. Okay. He's going to hit. He's got a great bat out of the left-hand side and he's 20 all season. And he, now he's in high a, that's pretty good. He'll start double a Bowie probably next season. And then yeah. it's anyone's guess from there. So yes, definitely be excited and pay attention to him. Moving on up. Well, I, I see, this is why I had you on because it's been, it's been sad. A lot of sad shit being an Orioles yes. fan. I'm like, I got to bring some positivity on the podcast for crying out loud. So I was like, <laughs> I have a good idea. Um, uh, you know, so basically you're helping me out here. I wanted you to break it down. Give me some highlights of what we can look forward to. Hopefully, um, before we get to these random questions, I did want to ask you this, the minor league housing situation scenario, which, you know, it, it seems like it's always been an issue for years. My dad played in the minor leagues for the Orioles and you should have heard his stories back in the seventies of where they had to sleep. It was, it was oh a God. shit show. I mean, you know, they'd have to find abandoned houses and I'm not being funny, that's the kind of shit that went on, but you know, it, it over the years, it, even back in the seventies, it's like that. That's there's no excuse for that shit. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Now in 2021, you're hearing you know people, players sleeping in their car, and then Elias is saying, uh, "No, that's not true." And I don't know how much you've looked into it, but what did you gather? What did you learn from? I'm sure you've read into that a little bit of all that yeah, shit I show. I sure as hell hope that's not true because that's right. pretty sad. I mean. Look how much money the Orioles have saved over the past few seasons on uh, payroll just from cutting anything that costs right. more than a million dollars. I mean, how much can it cost to just put some players in a freaking hotel? It's unbelievable. I, I hope uh, for their sake and for everyone's sake that in the next CBA that the the Players Association will fight for the minor leaguers as well because it's it's a sad, sad story, the, the dichotomy between major league and minor league players. But, you know, when I hear Elias, I, I want to believe him and be like, all right, maybe these players are just being a little dramatic. But when you hear Elias say stuff like, well, you know, we're here. If there's an issue, they can come to us. That's not always as easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get sometimes when these players and they even some of them even said, you know, we're worried about our future. If we come out and complain and, hey, we need more money and blah, blah, blah. They're going to think, all right, this guy's a drama queen. I'm not going to right. be with him. So when I heard when I was reading Michael, I say, well, you know, we're always here and they know they can come to us. I'm like, Oh boy. You know, it sounds like a, a manager in a company. You have the, you know, the employee was upset. He could have come to me. It's like, Oh boy. We've all yeah, heard that. I'm before. A, I'm a big Elias fan, but I don't me think too. an undrafted free agent who's worked his way up to, you know, double A is really going to come out and call right. the general manager up and say, Hey, uh, can <laughs> you, you hook me up here? Right. You got a minute, Mike. All right. Good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, come on. So yeah, it, it's a brutal situation and, Hopefully that shit gets that gets taken care of. All right, man. Well, listen, you, you've brought my my hopes up, and you've put a smile on my face. It's been brutal. This is why I had you on. I wanted you to remind me and the, the, the listeners of some of the uh, – uh, there is sunshine at the end of the road, hopefully, coming up. So I uh, appreciate that. All right. Here we go. Got some random questions. Uh, people who call in, this is what we do. Some are from uh, about sports. Some are not. Either way, if you don't want to answer, just say pass. We'll move on. Uh, starting with baseball right. here is a very heavy topic that I talked about a lot on my show. Robo umps or or radar, however you want to call it. Are you for it or against it? 
I'm so for it. I wish they would institute it yesterday. God bless I, you. <laughs> I love the idea. Just get the calls right. I mean, yeah. how hard is it? The most important call during a game, strikes and balls. Um, yep. How do you feel about the shift with baseball? There are a lot of people out there that that want to ban the shift. Um, I, I It doesn't really bother me as much. I'm okay with it. How do you feel? You know, I can kind of see both sides on this one. I right. don't really have too much of a firm stance. I I think it's good that they're like experimenting with these rules in the minor leagues to see like, you know, this guy can only stay on this side of the bag and he can't go into the grass right. on certain situations, right. you know, play around with it, see if it helps improve things. But honestly, I mean, I kind of feel like it's just a strategy. And if someone wants to put someone there, then it's up to the other people to counter strategize against that and hit it away from them. But you know, I could go either way on that one. No, I I, I get it, and uh, and that's one I can see. Though. The the uh, the getting rid of the uh, human element with the umpire. No, I can't see the other side, but with the shift, I can. But I've also said if you're a professional baseball player that gets paid millions of dollars, you should learn how to hit down the shift. And I've been impressed with Galvis lately. He's been taking yeah. advantage of that. That he's been hitting beautiful hits down third base. So, or wherever they have the shift on. All right, if you could know the absolute truth. To one question in life about anything at all, what question would you ask? That's a good one. <laughs> um, let's see. Did uh, Terrence Malick film the moon landing? I got to know. <laughs> years and years ago, I used to be like, come on. You know, why, why would they fake it? But as the more and more shit come out, the internet... It's kind of like I do read some of the stuff or see some of these little mini documentaries on YouTube where I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on here? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, not, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but I think that one's pretty funny. So. Yeah, I'm not either. That's a funny. I, I That's a question coming up here. Uh, what makes you say, what the hell was I thinking when you look back on your life? Um, hmm. <laughs> uh <laughs> I went to college for two semesters and dropped out and got my job at the post office. So what the hell was I thinking? Why did I go to college at all? <laughs> there we, I like it. All right. Yeah, there you go. That's a good answer. Um, if your friends and family heard you were arrested with no explanation, what would they assume you had done? <laughs> they would think it was a false conviction. <laughs> okay, so um, I've always so been good, the uh, good guy, never in trouble. Yeah. Never got I've suspended. I've always been the, the suck up at school, the goody two shoes. You oh. know, oh, Bob would never get in trouble. No. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Little do they know. But it's funny. The older we get, as we're adults, we're like, hey, you know, everyone should be a goody two shoes. So that's good. You no <laughs> detention, didn't get suspended, didn't sneak out of the house at three a.m. Nothing like that. Okay. <laughs> Actually, uh, once I did sneak out. Oh, uh, with my with my cousins in the middle of the night. Right. We all get caught. I'm terrified. Oh my god, I've never <laughs> been in trouble like this before. My aunt is like. Well, we know Bob was just doing whatever you said, so he's not getting in trouble. <laughs> it was the best. Peer pressure, yeah. You know, Bob, yeah, yeah, oh, he, yeah. He was just being polite going along. How old were you? I think I was like 13. <laughs> yeah, that's the age when we all got caught sneaking out. That's about yeah. when I got caught, too. and Because, you know, you, you just You think not, you're being uh, right. you're smart. Clumsy you're clumsy as not. shit. No, right. You're tripping over everything. Um, all right, what this goes back to the first question. I don't know if you want to think right, of something right. different. What conspiracy theory out there do you believe the most? Because <laughs> I'm not uh, a conspiracy theory guy either, but there is a one or two things out there that sometimes I mean, catch yeah. my eye. Let's see. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, like the uh, the JFK 
Shoot, you know, okay. yeah, okay. that that's a one that I've kind of uh, glanced I at lately. Maybe, maybe I could buy into something like that. I just tend to think, you know, <laughs> I don't think people are as smart as they need to be to hide a conspiracy <laughs> like that. But, right. Uh, that that one might be one. Yeah, I'll go with that. It's like Thanks the 9-11 <laughs> situation where it's like, oh, it was, you know, the, it's like you really think a secret a like that. There's a lot of moving pieces there. That's what <laughs> yeah. I mean. It's like people love to gossip. And always spread drama. You really think that's something that somewhat some you know dude is keeping it to himself at night? You know his right, wife right. is in the middle of the night. What's on your mind, honey? Nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Um. You, well, by the way, what do you think of aliens? Before we move on to the next question. Speaking right, of they probably theory. exist somewhere. All right. And all that stuff just came out, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Right. I guess. I'll go, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Right. I, I don't, from what I, like I heard, the it, they were like, well, here, all right, here's the big reveal. We're not really sure. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? All right. Um, you're on death Universe row. Universe is big. So. <laughs> you, that's true. You're on death row. Last day of your life. What's your meal? Oh, this is going to be boring, but I just love a great cheeseburger. Not boring at I all. Would, I would say five guys, but there's... We could do better than that, right? Someone could cook me up something better than that. I don't know. So, Five Guys is pretty fucking good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, my but, wife uh, and nice I had Nice cheeseburger and fries. That's what I would do. Hey, that, that's good shit. It's weird. It's like the older I'm getting, I don't know if this comes with age or what, but I, I'm, I'd rather have a damn good burger than a damn good steak. I, I don't know... What's I agree. I, you know, I don't. I don't know what's happening because I used to be a big steak guy. All right, <laughs> getting ready to wrap it up here. Uh, yes or no on whether these people are athletes? All right. Uh, oh yeah. Horse jockeys. Yes. All right. Bobsledding team. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, curling from the Olympics. You know what that is, right? Of course. Yes. Uh, I'll say no. It's a game. There we go. Uh, bowlers. Professional bowlers. No, I can bowl. I'm not an athlete. <laughs> There we go. Uh, pro golfer. Yes. Interesting. All right. Uh, and the last one, NASCAR drivers. Mm, that's the toughest one. I've, yeah. I know. I've heard, heard you ask this before. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be generous and say yes. Okay. Uh, oof. Interesting. All right. Yeah. yeah I, I could go either way with that one. <laughs> I've, I didn't realize how many NASCAR uh, fans tune in here. I and am not one. <laughs> NASCAR is like a religion to uh, oh people who God, are fans. And when I said no, I don't I don't think they're athletes. Holy shit. I went go-karting, you know, one of these indoor go-kart tracks. And after a few rounds, a few laps, my arms were sore. So, hey, that's, <laughs> that's tough. Okay. All right, we'll go with forearms hurt after go-karting. So, absolutely, <laughs> NASCAR drivers absolutely. are I like it. All right, one of the things uh, here, last question, wrap it up. Uh, in the beginning of my podcast episodes, I like to, you know, give any advice on TV shows or, or movies out there that I've seen. Any shows or movies you've seen lately that you'd suggest to watch? Yeah, actually, I'm a big movie and TV fan. I used to have a movie TV podcast, so oh, let's nice. see what's... Yeah, that gave way to the Orioles podcast, which is better, so <laughs> it's all good in the end. Okay. I'll say for the show, there's a show on FXX, and it's also on Hulu. The next day, it's uh, just started season two called Dave. It's about a yes. rapper. He's a rapper in real life, Lil Dicky. Yes. But he's this white white Jewish guy, and it's hilarious, and he's good at rapping. So I saw I the first episode show. like a while ago, and I couldn't stop laughing. And so I forgot good. why I got distracted, but everybody I hear from, they keep suggesting Dave. So Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, you're the 50th person this week, so I think I know what I'm going to be doing this week. Uh, so I appreciate that. All right, good stuff. 
Bob, how can people tune into your show? How can they tune into you on Twitter? Just break it down, all the good shit of how to get involved. All right, cool. Yeah, you just search On The Verge, BSL, any combination of those words, and you'll find us in any podcast, you know, streaming, iTunes, Stitcher, all those all those good things. Yeah. I'm on Twitter at The Oriole Report, which was the name of my old blog back in the day, and you can follow the podcast at BSL On The Verge, and uh, Nick, my co-host, does a great job running that account, always posting highlights and videos and nice. stats and all that good stuff from the nice. minor league, so definitely follow us. and. Yeah, we stream every episode live on Mondays around six thirty yeah. usually. So check in and yeah, and we'll give us a give us a shout. Yeah, I've checked it. Nice. Well, again, uh, just fantastic job with the podcast. Uh, you guys are basically the only ones out there bringing the happy, <laughs> you know, of what we've been watching. But but listen, Bob. I, again, I know you're on vacation. It meant a lot that you took the time to call in. I definitely want to have you on again when these guys start coming up in the majors and. Hopefully yeah. we can see some winning seasons. Listen, Bob, you take care. Thanks again. And, and like I said, I got to have you on again. And uh, enjoy the rest of your week, man. Awesome. Thanks. Anytime. Right. I love doing it. All right, Bob. You take care, buddy. Thanks a lot.